Hello, you're listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. It is April 3rd, 2020. And because it is a Friday, we are continuing to move forward with our mindful series, mindfulness, um, our Friday mindfulness series. And today, April 3rd, 2020 is the 26th anniversary of my sister's disappearance and she remains missing. So we're going to be looking at a couple different verses today and depending on where this goes it might get broken up into a faith-filled Friday carried over into Monday because I do like to keep us around 20 minutes but I have a couple different verses I want to look at. So grab your Bibles and uh, put a bookmark in Psalm, the book of Psalms in the book of Mark. And I'll give you a couple minutes to grab that Bible if you're able. And if you are working or running or whatever as you listen, don't worry, I'm going to read you those verses. But for those that are able to grab that Bible so that you can see the word and hear it at the same time. It just truly resonates in your heart and your soul on a deeper level. All right, I'll be right back. Okay, we're going to start in the book of Mark. So open up to Mark chapter 4. It's in the New Testament. Mark chapter 4, New Testament, Matthew, Mark, second book. And chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. And if your Bible has like subtitles, it'll be called Jesus Calms a Storm. Or something along that nature, depending on your version. Jesus comes a storm. Mark 4, 35 through 41. That day, when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There was also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down. And it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and they asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Mark 4 verses 35 to 41. As you listened, followed along, or read this 
portion of scripture. Did anything stand out to you more than the other? I think this is a a familiar verse of scripture. And, you know, people know about, you know, Jesus calmed the water. And he said, that's enough, be still. And the wave stopped. And in our life, there will be storms. Um, If you have lost a loved one or you um, have a loved one dealing with cancer or terminal illness, that's your storm. Uh, The prodigal child, that's a storm. COVID-19 is a storm. And it's important to focus on Hang on, I have two different versions on my lap. I gotta readjust. Uh, verse 38. So Mark 4, 38. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. Where was Jesus in the midst of this storm? He was asleep. Where was Jesus in relation to the disciples? They were all in the same boat. Verse 36. And there was also other boats with them. So they had Jesus in their boat. The disciples did. So it was the disciples and Jesus in the one boat. And then there was other boats. And there's not a lot of talk about the different people, the other boats that were nearby watching. You know, the story is about the boat with the disciples and Jesus. This storm is kicking up. Whatever your life storm is, it's kicking up all around you. The waves are crashing. They're banging against the sides of your life. They're crushing in. Just like the disciples, the waves were so big. They're coming in and you just feel like your boat's going to sink. But you will not sink. Jesus is in the boat with you. The disciples knew Jesus was close enough to touch. They knew he was right there with him physically. Yet they still panicked. They still had fear. They woke him. He calmed the water. And in verse 40, Jesus looks at his disciples and he says, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? If Jesus understood and accepted that the disciples were still fearful in the midst of the storm when he was an arm's length away from him, then you need to know that Jesus knows you're afraid. 
Jesus knows your fears. He knows your joys. He knows it all. Although we can't physically reach out and touch Jesus like the disciples could. When you have that relationship with Jesus, he lives in your heart. He's right there. You're never, ever alone, regardless of what your storm is. And this should encourage you beyond no measure. And for me to know that, you know, did he question them and kind of rebuke the disciples? Of course he did. You know, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Or was it a compassionate, why are you afraid? Do you not have faith? You know, we don't know his tone, but God was a loving God. Jesus was a loving man. Yet he was firm. And he said the things that needed to be said to reach our hearts. So he could have said those same words in the same tone out of his voice. But it could have been heard differently by each of the 12 disciples. One may have heard it in a stern voice because that's what he needed. Another disciple may have heard it in a loving tone because that's what he needed. And in the meantime, in the midst of this storm, just like the disciples, as you call out to God and say, I can't do this, I'm afraid. Jesus is right there to say, stop, be still. And he'll quiet it around us. And similar to the disciples, there are always people watching. We know other boats went out. They don't talk about the other boats. They don't talk about what they said. They don't talk about what they saw. But it was important enough that Mark wrote down to tell us that there were other boats with them. He doesn't focus on the other boats, but it was important enough to, for us to know. Why was it important? It's a reminder that in the midst of our life's storms, someone is always watching. And they are watching to see how you handle it how you react, how you move forward in faith, how you lean on God. Do you let the water sink your boat? Or do you call on God when it's getting to be too much so that he can stop and say, quiet, be still to the storm around you? If you're saying, I can't do this anymore, you're right where God wants you. That's the point. We can't do it. And that's where we need to be mindful. You and I cannot do this in our own strength, whatever your storm may be. And as a nation, as a world, the greatest storm we face currently is COVID-19 and the fear continues to get higher and higher and more and more 
God's in control. We need to trust him. You need to trust him. He's got this. Think of some of the other storms in your life. Whether it's not finding a matching sock when you're doing the laundry and a sock is missing. That could be your greatest storm one day, is the missing sock. And other days, your storm might be losing a parent, losing a sibling, losing a job. Our storms all vary depending on our, each of us and our situations. It might be a squall, like Mark's writing about. Or it could just be one of those passing storms that rolls through and it's here and it leaves as quick as it came. What's important is that you continue to lean on God through the storm. I also want to look at Psalm 107. So move to the left in your Bible and go to Psalm 107. It's in the Old Testament. Psalm 107, and we're going to look at verses 28 to 30. Psalm 107, verses 28 to 30. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the sea were hushed. They were glad when it grew calm, and he guided them to their desired haven. Let's continue to verse 31 and 32. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them exalt him in the assembly of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. Psalm 107, verses 28 to 32.